Hi, and welcome to the Live Scent Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On this podcast, we hear incredible stories of what God is doing in our world and how we can continue to play an effective part in it. We're your host. I'm Scott. And I'm Josh. And today on the podcast, we're joined by Alexei Rutaro from uh, Moldova. If you were with us Sunday, March 24th, you heard and got the opportunity to hear from him. Alexei, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for inviting me. So I feel like we need to start right in the very beginning. Can you give us a little bit of your story, Alexei? Uh, so I was born uh, when uh, the Soviet Union was still around, and now our country is one of the countries that in, used to be under uh, Russia, under Soviet uh, Union. Uh, now we have uh, independence for uh, since 1991. Uh, we're in in a way independent, but very dependent on, on others in, in other ways. Yeah, and Alexei, you are a church planner, pastor, farmer extraordinaire. Can you tell me a little bit about all three of those? Yeah, so uh, the, the later one is a, is a late a late pa- late passion of of ours. Um, yeah, I was um, uh, very soon after I got saved in uh, two thousand one. Um, I, uh, I started sensing that God is calling me to ministry and uh, equipping me. Um, so I decided to to go for a little bit more of a formal training. Um, while I was already uh, heavily involved in ministry in in, um, in the church. Um, so that that's one constant in my life that 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 stayed um, uh, the important thing, the most important thing for me in the ministry uh, of the word, the ministry in the church, uh, people, and uh, uh, getting to uh, to share the love of God. Um, after that, um, uh, I guess in the late years, uh, later years, uh, we since we've been praying for my mom's village for a long time, uh, we we try to see ways how we can respond to that and. Um, uh, at the same time, what what can we do there? Uh, so it's reasonable, not only on the spiritual side of things, but it's also, you know, the we, we would have to make a decision how to, how to live our lives, you know, based on on the missions that God God put, puts uh, in our hearts. Yeah, so that that's why uh, we kind of looked at agriculture at that uh, um, natural way for us. Since my mom um, uh, is an agriculture major, and she taught uh, at the university. Uh, genetics biology and uh, that kind of stuff uh, so we were fit for that more naturally than than for any any other uh, small enterprise that we could have thought about yeah and uh, some some of our listeners might not know that uh, back in 2014 lancaster sent uh, calvary church sent a group of uh, farmers from lancaster uh, over to moldova to consult to coach to come alongside churches and pastors and men like alexei uh, to contribute in church planning and the extension of, of church ministries. And so that's how Alexei and Calvary Church first got connected. Yeah, so you've been here for a couple of days now in, in the States. Um, so maybe just tell us a little bit what you're up to. I know you're here for a couple of weeks, um, and you you have been up in front of the church, um, but you also have some other things that you're doing. Um, so maybe just give us a little picture of what's happening while your time uh, in the States. Mainly because of our relationship with agricultural people in, in at Calvary, um, I was invited and given the opportunity to uh, visit out of farms and uh, uh, learn uh, about the stuff that I want to implement and, and do in 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 our village where, where we we're starting to to help planting a church. And um, most of my time that I I spend especially during the day and not on Sundays, uh, it's visiting different farms. Uh, uh, 
interested in a lot of different varieties of pinks, you know, policy, uh, pig, um, uh, greenhouses, different type of irrigation, and just gathering ideas of how best to uh, to go about our uh, small vision uh, agriculture-wise. At the same time, uh, trying to visit with, with churches and uh, different churches, several churches, and mainly uh, visit of Calvary and uh, learning. Yeah, wonderful. And you're heading down south soon, yes. right? Yes, yes. I'm out visiting several friends and and churches that that helped us. Yeah, uh, be faithful. Yeah. So our group here from Calvary Church. Desi- their desire was to invest in small-scale agro-business projects to empower church leaders in Moldova. And uh, Alexei, you're a church leader, and you have a vision to reach a rural uh, section of Moldova called Bobolch, which I know you'll pronounce much better than I just did. Can you can you give me the pronunciation? Yes, it it is Bulboch. Bulboch. Yes. There's a lot more work I need to do over there. <laughs> Um, but as this group from Calvary, these farmers have been walking alongside you. Uh, how's it been going? What exactly are, are you seeking to accomplish um, in that rural part of Moldova, and how is that how's that working out? Yeah, so basically, I think that the the main objective of, of this partnership or, or uh, walking together on, on this this road is is um, on one side to see a more efficient way to. Um, use the land and the resources that, that we have there and um that's where where your expertise your people's expertise can come comes in very handy uh, i've learned a lot of stuff from them um and they they helped me uh think through some of the um new ways or better ways how, how to do it in moldova in, in order to be efficient one of the downsides of moldovan agriculture is you know we've done one way We've done it one way so for so many years that that we don't even think that you know there is value in doing a different way way and you know the way grandpas and grandmas did it you know for fifty or so years you know they think it was still valuable and applicable uh, today uh, so I guess the the team from from Calvary um, helped me understand that you know that there are uh, ways you can improve that yeah. sometimes we even need to change parts parts of the way it is done but that's uh, that's healthy in, in a sense. And um, and the second part on the other side, on the spiritual side, I'm I'm glad that there are um, Christians involved in agriculture that that help and and train and and, and view it as a, as a platform for the ministry. So that's a, a huge encouragement. Yeah, for people who don't know Moldova, Alexei, like how you know, even specifically, does agriculture contribute to, to church planning or strengthening the church? Some may not understand kind of some of the challenges that farmers are facing in Moldova. Can you give us a little bit of that background? In Moldova, uh, maybe you've gone through some some of this uh, uh, as well here, but in, in Moldova, now there's a bigger tendency for people to go from the city to rural uh, environment. And uh, obviously the church in rural areas, it's it's a little bit more growing than than in, in cities. There's a tendency that uh, that we observed over the last few years. Um, so, a lot of uh, leaders, pastors, church members in villages would, would have land, would have um, uh, gardens that they work to. Basically, you're not a good Moldovan if you don't have a good garden, in, in a sense. So it's a good rule that we should yeah. maybe yeah. consider introducing here in the states. Yeah. So well. Uh, Part of that, it, you know, it is a challenge in, you know, because 
tending the the garden or you know whatever you you grow it it, it takes quite a bit of time uh, so in in itself is is a challenge to manage your time wisely and especially as a christian or as a christian minister it, it's even sacrificing some of that time at our ministry to other people you know loving the lord and, and others that got placed in your uh, in your path in your church and and uh, in your environment in your micro society uh, but at the same time it's a, it's a great opportunity because um, when people see that that you value something more than just the the, the dirt and, and the, the daily activities uh, that that sustain only you um, that's when people actually pay attention to to what you have to say and in many cases you know when we were uh, working and and took a break just to listen to somebody and um, uh, hear their story or hear their complaint or you know whatever they they needed or for instance my mom is an unofficial healer of the of the of the village basically what what we did we we ha- we purchased uh, blood pressure and the uh, glucometer um yeah we, we just provided that, that you know so people would come for 30 seconds to to measure their blood or you know blood pressure and and, and would stay another 30 minutes just to talk and that's a simple way that that, that we turned and you know maybe not a very important need into a, a important opportunity to to reach people to to stay in their lives and, and to let them be part of our lives in this season here at Calvary we're kind of focusing on prayer um and the sunday that you were here with us we uh launched the live slant sleeve focused on prayer um so obviously prayer has played a, a big part um of your ministry in Moldova but maybe if there's a story or anything that you could speak to about um prayer and just encouragement to to our people about um what's going on there so i'll i'll, I'll share two maybe important stories to specifically tied to 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 my involvement in bush and uh, and for my spiritual life so we since we got saved you know we were um, not perceived with very good uh, eyes in, in the village uh, it was a very uh, judgmental uh, village is not as forgiving as the city yeah, as a rule yeah, i guess it's a universal rule um so people were not looking with good eyes uh, toward us so we continued praying for for all of that uh, um but for us uh, it was more of a prayer you know god could you please some send somebody uh, uh there to to be the uh, the beacon of light of the and um i guess after many years uh, god uh, uh said you go you know the the context better you know people better and although we, although it took us a little bit of time after 23 years of not being there uh, to to get back in, in into people's life and let them be part of our life you know i guess god answered that prayer in a, in a very different way um so another story that that happened actually yeah a year ago uh i had one of those dangerous prayers i don't know if you have any of those dangerous when you ask something that is you know you got answers that, that that's gonna be a huge change in, in your life so uh, uh because i was busy with a lot of uh something i guess one of the ways that god stopped me uh it was to give me a season of, of illness um and that at that moment i i i, I did uh, pray that uh, god will uh, clarify things or sift things in, in my life and, and take away that that that's not helpful to to the ministry um and he did that he did that it, it was one of those dangerous well maybe one of the is the second dangerous prayer that that we had that i had especially you know when uh, when I realized God 
and trusted that he will do something. And of course, I I didn't want the what he he was offering. Didn't like very much in the sense that if it would have been my choice, I would have choose differently. Um, but at the same time, it was a lesson of, of just trusting that he's sovereign and yeah, he knows what he does. I'm not gonna be harmed because of what he do he does, and then uh, I'm gonna be blessed by it. And uh, basically, after after God. Uh, moved in, in in me and, and helped me understand that through his word, through prayer, uh, through other people that were involved. Uh, that's um, that's when I when I uh, really trusted that that he hears me, he understands me, and he's gonna use me. Alex, I have a mentor that always says, you know, don't pray for things that you could be the answer to. Do you feel like in that first story you were praying for that rural area? And God sort of redirected? Yes, I, I do feel that. I always thought that, you know, that God is going to use somebody way closer to the village because it's uh, 160 kilometers, about 130 miles or maybe a little bit less. Uh, so it's a very uh, uh, far um, uh, drive, you know, to, from the capital city where, you know, basically everybody thinks I have everything I need for life. And... and it's not true. Even in the city, you you have needs and and stuff. But um, uh, so I, I honestly thought that God is gonna use somebody else and way closer than than me. Uh, but I think God God has a different economy in his in his ministry, and uh, uh, I'm glad He did use us. I'm glad. Uh, in many ways, I now see the wisdom of God in, in doing that because we were way more more uh, suited for the ministry than others. We don't know how much God is gonna use us there, or how many years. You know, we're human, we're passing, but we we do hope that after after our involvement there, we will see a growing church, a healthy church. Well, Alexey, thanks for joining us uh, today on the podcast and for coming to the states and visiting with us. It was a pleasure to have you here with us, and uh, hopefully, this is a really profitable time for you to just learn a little bit more about um, our ag and just build that relationship and that that could be something really fruitful, not just to bring things from the ground, but to bring spiritual growth um, to Moldova and to us here in Lancaster County. That would be a wonderful thing. Thank you very much for, for inviting me and giving me the opportunity to be here. Yeah. Thanks so much for just giving us an opportunity to participate in gospel partnerships. Um, you're from Moldova, we're from the States, but Christ and the kingdom knits us together, and uh, we just want to continue to pray accordingly that God would continue to expand his church throughout the world. So thanks for playing the part that you do with us here at Calvary. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Live Scent Podcast. If you're involved in agriculture and want to get connected with Alexei and the Moldovan Partnership, email us at livescent at calvarychurch.org. As always, please make sure to subscribe to stay up to date with new episodes. If you have any stories or topics you'd like discussed on this podcast, please feel free to email us at livesent at calvarychurch.org.